Happy Boys Blow and I'm the Big Head Piper. I'm sitting here with Tour Weary Jefferson Dutton. Ooh, hi, folks. And Road Dog Weary Tim. What is up, West Coast style? And me, I feel great. I didn't go out on the road because I don't like to do that type of thing and I don't like to stay in hotels. Yeah, you got a fear of hotel rooms. Hate hotel rooms, hate everything about life on the road. <laughs> on the road. It's just overwhelming for you. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, we gotta get Julian Shalazzo back on the show. You know what happened to him? He went looking for his sheep. Yeah, right. He was good at keeping things chilling on the rails. Yeah, maybe he'll show up again uh, in the October month. Hmm. Maybe it's maybe <laughs> yes. it's that whole month. Yes, yeah, the October Hand Bobber month. goes on uh, break. He takes his usual October month break. <laughs> sure. To hide away from all the ghosts and goblins. Go- ghosts and ghouls. And Julian Shalazzo shows up. Uh, speaking of ghosts and goblins, mm-hmm. Jeff and I watched a movie last night, Tim. You probably watched a movie? We, what, we, what, you put it in the tub? <clears throat> that is the type of nitpicking I do not need right now. Okay. We watched a movie. You might not like it because it's, uh, might be, it might fall into your geek shit. Uh, no! I don't know. Anime. We, Jeff and I watched a, uh, a, uh, Studio Ghibli movie. Huh? Ghibli? Ghibli. What do you say? Ghibli. Uh, I, I, I don't know what it is. It was called... Pom Poco. Uh-huh. And it was, if you haven't seen it, folks, watch it. It's very fun. We saw it on HBO Max. HBO Max. It's about these groups, this group of raccoons who the humans are taking over their land by putting up this uh, new developments and stuff. New development. And they all the raccoons, they can transform and shapeshift. It's a wild story. <laughs> There's a lot of shapeshifting. They appear as normal raccoons, uh-huh. anthropomorphic, like cartoon raccoons. Uh-huh. And then even beyond that, their thing... Well, first of all, they're called... Let's twin- not tell too much because it's so on. fun uh, watching all this but stuff. Th- they're like these Japanese raccoon dogs called Tanukis. Now, do you remember Tanuki Mario from Mario oh, 3? Yes. Who could turn into stone? It's because yeah. there's... there's in, Jap- in Japanese lore, like, Tanukis are shape-shifting woodland creatures. And he also... Mario turned into a raccoon, did he not? Oh, he wore a raccoon suit. Yeah, but that raccoon suit could turn into stone. Wow! And enemies would walk right past. Did you it. Did you read this since we've watched the movie? No, I knew this shit. Oh, okay, I wish but, you had told uh, me while this was happening. Yeah, it's like a fun little. It's like a Ghibli thing. It's like uh, it's, Spirited Away, House of the Castle, all that. It's shit. one of these movies where like it doesn't follow like a three act structure type thing, yeah. or maybe it does, but it's hidden. Is this a Miyazaki? Yes, mm-hmm. and the humans are bad, and development is bad. I, it is a Miyazaki. Capitalism is bad. I guess because it's studio. It's under his umbrella. I like well. First, let me defend myself. Yeah, mm. the geek shit. Uh, my shit talking. Well, I say that I love geek shit, but I'm saying it ironically. Sure, sure, sure. I know. When I say I hate geek shit, it's that I hate geek comedy. I hate comedy about. I hate being like, hey, you see, we did the we went to Comic Con for comedy. <laughs> yeah, a little funny though. It's yeah. funny. It is funny. No, I hate like. Uh, comedy about geek shit. I'm fine with but geeks. That, geeks are allowed to like geek shit. Yeah. Now you like geek shit too. You're a Star Wars guy. I've seen you watch the movies. Yeah, we uh, caught you. Here's my weird thing on the Star Wars. I like the original trilogy best. <laughs> oh, sure. I think that's yeah. Cool. You sound very different than the geeks I've heard of. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't count that type of. You don't go for like superhero man child shit. MCU shit. Right, but I also don't think... I think it's fine that MCU is out there. And then I think it's fine when people... You know that thing of like, let people have things. That's bullshit. Like, if a movie's bad, I'm allowed to say it's bad. The movie still makes money. Because you would yuck like, my yum? I would yuck <laughs> your yum. Not in the bedroom. I love to yuck yums. 
<laughs> but I don't think that type, I think that's I watched a bunch of Miyazaki shit and I thought it was cool because it was yeah it, it was the opposite of Marvel because it's it's impressionistic and you watch it and you take away what you take away and you're like that was an experience whereas no other geek shit like Marvel comic book superhero movies are the fucking playbook you know they're they're doing just they're reverse engineering a way to get you to continue watching more movies uh-huh. it's not geek shit it's fake geek shit okay if if geeks have a have an attention span for art then i love geeks the the miyazaki stuff is like so fun because like you're saying it's not formulaic. like anything can happen anytime because they're not following anything in this movie i'm not going to say give specifics but they uh they try to like solve the problem once it doesn't work and they kind of just try the same thing again. <laughs> it's like, okay, they're just going to try it again. Yeah. In a no- normal, in quotes, yeah. normal movie, would be, that didn't work. Now we have to re uh, yeah. retool ourselves. Well, that's a big Miyazaki thing is that there's often like warring factions and that there's mm-hmm. not a, never really clear bad guys. Like even the bad guys are like sympathetic or like they want to do a thing, but they... Yeah. They're not understanding the impact that it has or, right, right. or whatever. But even amongst the the Tanuki, the raccoons, there was like three or four different approaches. And you'd think that like, oh, one guy will be ostracized like the yeah. that one ape in like the new Planet of the Ape reboots. And he'll just become like a cookie cutter villain. Right. But it's like, no, he was always in the arms of, it's the, not- uh, of the clan, always sort of giving the ideas, we should kill all the humans. Yeah. And they would always just come back to, oh, but then we can't steal their food. And ooh, <laughs> yeah. shrimp tempura. And ooh. Like, it was great. It was it's great, not man. a oh, very symmetrical food. movie. I they love they love humans' food. That's why they can't kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Worth watching, folks. And we watched it on with uh, English subtitles, realizing too late that it could have been just in English. But sometimes that's fun, hearing What's- the original language. What's the one there's like a family's like on a road trip and then they go into this like jungle and they pass through a wall and then there's cuckoo land. Mm. It's like the probably the big one. Dude. That and, is uh yeah, where they go to that like hotel spa. Is that spirited away? Spirited, spirited away. away. And it's yeah, just the little girl goes. There's a scene in that one where they go to like a a food market mm. and they have got the, like all this never ending food and it's so yeah. the way they animate the food Tim, like dumplings. Th- there and are shit. An entire Instagram accounts devoted to Anime food. Oh, I gotta follow uh, that shit. Like, like delicious bowls of ramen and all this. The shit. anime world is so. How about bow? Oh, I'm sure there's bow. Yeah. Well, hey, wait, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. This is a good well, transition. Say something real quick. Bow. Bow. The anime world is so huge. It's uh, for someone like me who doesn't know much about it. It's so daunting to get into. But when you find something like, oh, I can tell what a Miyazaki movie is. Like, I can watch his movies. That's a fun way place to start. Yeah, you carve off a little piece of it and get to know it rather than look at a whole genre and say, oh, should I watch Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon? Right. <laughs> Nevertheless, we're talking about the tour, the folks. Tour. We went on a tour. The Sloppy Boys did a West Coast tour. Recap. We're recapping it. We had so much fun. It was like the East Coast tour, uh, the Great Atlantic blowout. We went with um, our friends and band, Dear Blanca. And this time we did a West Coast Pacific blowout. Yeah, so no flights great. this time. We drove the whole motherfucker, mm-hmm. rented a van, a ooh, a Chrysler Corsica? What was it called? Chrysler Pacifica. 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 Perfect for the Pacific blowout tour. Ooh, it was. The great Pacific blowout. A cherry red Chrysler. <laughs> this thing was fully loaded. You kind of laugh when you rent a minivan. You're like, yeah, we're getting a minivan. This car was wonderful. It was great. It was so comfortable. 
Yep. The it, seats really adjusted. The the the, the, for your needs. the seats hug the ass. <laughs> yeah. Chargers everywhere. Chargers mm-hmm. everywhere you look. And us without many charger cables. Uh, Jeff and I both lost yeah. our chargers <laughs> on the road. Ironic because I I was the one who started the tour without one. Right. Hmm. Then we showed up back in LA. Played a great show in LA. We had some great shows in this tour. This we is, had this some is shows. We had we, some barn burner shows. We're so good. We're a good band. Yeah, I wouldn't even say ass. that. I would say it's the audience that really no, made them insert just no. no, Come take on, whatever you they're, they're going to gobble any shit. But here's the thing, Tim and Mike. Yes. Yeah. I started this tour exhausted, as I'm sure you did as and well. And it energized I, you. I really did. I came back from some travel, mm-hmm. and then we had a crammy week here where we were trying to bank pods. Right. And then... I know we weren't. These come out every week. <laughs> Real time. <laughs> but uh, the beauty of this was that we rented the van, and we went down to San Diego, Costa Mesa, and Long Beach. Yeah. We, so we, we went down to San Diego and then drove up. So we knew that at one point... Home stop. Home stop. I'd be able to sleep in my own little bed. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yep. You could be able to turn up your own toilet. But uh, <laughs> the drive down, we did stop at one notable destination. What's that burrito place we always stop at? Lupita's. Lupita's. Juanita's. Juanita's. Oh, Lupita's is in Pasadena. Juanita's. Encinitas. Ensenada. Encinitas. Encinitas. Encinitas, just off the five. Famous for fish tacos and the famed California burrito. Now, did they invent it or did they just do it really, really well? It was invented in the San Diego area. I don't know if it was them. But basically, we're talking fries on a burrito, folks. Fries and sour cream. This is a San Diego thing. They put French fries and sour cream in a burrito or Arizona Stylies, French fries and guac. That's what I got. And this is, we've done it before. This is a favorite of uh, Mike Mitchell, Mm -hmm. our buddy. Right. We did a Birthday Boys tour co show down in Carlsbad or something. Mm hmm. And then this was also the first time on the tour where I thought, I want to get one of those, but I don't want to eat too much before the show. And you said the same thing. And I said, you know what, Tim? Let's split a big California burrito. And I love that you said that because it meant that I didn't have the option. I'm famous for eating half a sub and saying the second half will be dinner. And then I eat it right away. Mike, you eventually kind of did that in Vancouver. You're eating some noodles and you said... I mean, half of these, and then you ate all of them. I did that at uh, um, Juanita's, too. I said, well, no, I kind of knew I was going to eat the whole thing. And I did. And I regretted nothing. <laughs> That's tricky before a show to eat too much. That's a, too much. a common problem for me. Yeah. Now, what did you think of that burrito, Jeff? Because the, the, the fish tacos are delicious, and then the California burrito with the french fries is delicious. I, for us, I got to say... You you fish, went fish California burrito, fish California. but that's kind of a lot of that's French fries and fried fish in your burrito. It's like a fish and chips in a tortilla. Sure, I did fine with it. I would have gone with anything. My my choice, I would have maybe gone a chicken or steak. Side. But then when you said fish, I said sure. I'll tell you something about me: no chicken, huh? At a, at taco places ever, ever. You know, you're the, doing yeah. taco truck, taco stand, never chicken, no. ever, ever. That's, it's it can be a little too basic. You too? Basic. My, no, no, I, I get chicken, but I I, I recently the, went to Paquito Moss and I got my favorite. Ooh, See, Moss chicken great. burrito. Mm. Baja Fresh, yeah. Paquito Moss, Taco Bell even. Eat the chicken stuff, play it safe, that's fine. You're at a real taco destination. They're not excited about their chicken. They want you to get chorizo. Yes. They want you to get... Tongue. Uh, you know what they want you to get? Places that have pastor, they want you to get pastor. They're yeah, that's what I do that. a lot. Yeah. Pastor is... It's pork and pineapple. Yeah, pork and pineapple. Oh. Porky pig. 
Porky pineapple. He beep, 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 well, I think beep. with asada, I mean asada and and fries is great. Sure, uh-huh. sure. Asada fries. There you have it. Yeah, well, the chicken doesn't uh, doesn't hold in the spice very much. Get out of here. I don't think so. But I I do get chicken when I don't want to feel like I'm I'm uh, so just like. <laughs> but, but we go in smart. We're not eating too much. Yeah. Mike's maybe eating too much. That's okay. And we go down to the Till Two Club. Mm. Or is it just called Till Two? Till Two. Till Two Club. That's what it said on the San Diego Today I learned Club. But before that, we we, uh, we landed at the Lafayette Hotel, uh-huh. a very shining esque hotel. It's Booked got some, up by Tim. Some history. Nice. Good yeah, Tim handled Timmy. all the Tim handled the uh, hotels on this one. Now I wanted to book us a bomb ass pool area for our first. But sloppy boys tend to stay at cheap motels when we're on tour. But it's kind of nice on the first or last night of tour, or in a big city or something, to have one treat. And I thought the Lafayette, I said, this has a bomb-ass pool area that looks almost like Miami oh, Palm it, Springs vibes. It, it's very much Palm Springs vibes. And also, they have speakers surrounding the pool up on the roof. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. this place could be major party time. They had a really good, legit cocktail bar. I had a Mai Tai. Yes. What'd you get? Pina, Pina colada, colada or a Mai Tai? Pina. Michael? I had nothing. I had water out of the cooler. <laughs> but here's the thing. We thought we were all cool. We looked cool. We had our drinks, got in the water. Smelled like turds. Sewage smell. There was something going on. There was a smell. In a, in a sort of a sewage grate. I had noticed it by. especially around back of your bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I was poking around back there and I said, this is like sewage or something. Follow your nose. You said, I, I've heard, I've heard uh, this is a legendary spot for some st- buns of steel. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> now, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> buns of steel. Now, our room was called the family suite. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bunk I had a beds. king bed. You guys had bunk beds. And, this and, is a and running, we closed the snore door. Yeah. Well, this is a running trend where you wanted to get three beds where you could. And I appreciate that. Especially a place with a snore door. Because we determined that, Tim, you're a snorer. Sure. I, I use the Snore Lab app. And I appreciate that you had multiple uh, defense mechanisms lined up for us. Right. I bought these after our last tour. I bought three things, one of which I think makes an impact. Hmm. The first is a mouthpiece mm-hmm. that pulls the bottom of your jaw forward. Uh, I don't think that did anything to me. The idea is to have you just the bottom of your jaw forward. <laughs> just like an underbite solution. Then there's a nose clip. Pinches the septum between the nostrils, keeps your nose from closing up. That does nothing for me because my nose doesn't. That's not what's going on. My snore comes from the my tongue touching the top of my mouth and closing off my sinuses, the back of my tongue. Okay. So we need a way to keep that tongue down somehow. I was thinking maybe uh, one of you guys stands there with a tongue depressor the whole night. Yeah, we take shifts, I guess. Yeah, every other minute. Um, no, here's then the third thing I do think helps because I have I use the Snore Lab app and it's shown me I've gotten quieter. Mm. I still snore, but it's quieter, you mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, nasal spray, snore spray that you spray in the back of your throat and it just kind of m- makes sure that your sinuses are, Snoring. S- are clean. So that's great. So, But because of the snore door, you got a nice queen, queen bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike and I? Bunks. Bunk beds. And a kid's bunk bed. So Jeff's on the top bunk and I when he's up there... I see the. It looks like it's gonna like break through. So before I go to bed, I I make peace with the fact that you know I could be woken up by Jeff falling on top of me with a whole mattress. Yeah, he might get smushed by a bunch of like yeah. wood planks. Yeah, that might not be so good. And hey, let's not forget the one little cockroach fiasco we had. Humongous cockroach in the shower. Now sure. I'm taking a shower. Why didn't we go to the front desk and try to get the room for free or something? You know? Well, because eh, I don't know. 
I don't know why. It's because we were too focused on rocking the Till Two Club, which we did. Great audience. It was a good vibe. Otherwise, it was this. It's fun. SoCal is great, huh? When you, especially you drive south of LA, these kind of surfy towns—they're full of bozos. <laughs> it's great, you know. And and Southern California is a wonderful, chilled-out vibe. Mm. And it was fun to be at that hotel and then go into. Oh, the Till Two Club is just a nice little driving bar, great. perfect for us. Yep. And they were very cool, the Till Two people. Everybody yeah. who worked there, super cool. I got to say, like, oftentimes sound guys have a chip on their shoulder. Not really any pricks. On this trip? On this whole trip. Good group. Good sound uh, guys all up and down. There's one prick. I won't name him. Ah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, we'll bleep it. Here's... <laughs> I want to tell... I want to talk about the best show of the tour. It's no surprise. It's no... This is not going to surprise you two. Oakland. YouTube. Oakland went nuts. We finally played the East Bay. Wild time. We've been playing Birthday Boys and Sloppy Boy shows in San Francisco for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And then we finally tiptoe over to the East Bay. And that's where the party's going down, man. That was, it was a place called the Elbow Room in the Jack Jack London London neighborhood. So great. It was this big room, bar in the back, stage in the front, big wooden floor room. You're in the room. You can't go anywhere. We had a bunch of slop heads in the front. All lovely. Yeah. They were singing along. Some shots may have been passed up on stage. We brought people on stage. There was a kid we had a lot of fun with. Kid guy. I think he was... I forget how Zane. Old. Zane. Zane. He was a young guy. He, he told me he was a young guy. And he got up on stage at one point and thought the bathroom was behind the stage. So we walked on stage. We, we said, said, Zane, Zane what are you doing? <laughs> Mid-song. A band is on stage playing He songs. climbs on stage. A little stoner named Zane climbs on stage. Walks, walks towards to the, the back bass corner. Amp. Stands in the back corner where the, where the curtains are. Yeah. And then he pokes around, then walks back, and then gets back in the crowd. At the end of the song, he says, Zane, what the fuck are you he doing? He says, Zane. And we learned his name was Zane. He came up to the uh, the merch table before the show, so I met him. Great guy. I said, Zane, what did you think was going on back there? He said, I thought the bathroom was back there. He embarrassed his girlfriend. His girlfriend was Zeta. having fun with it. We all had fun with Zane it. And, and, Zane. and we, ch- we chanted, uh, Tim, you chanted, dump Zane. Dump Zane. And everybody joined in. She DM'd us the next day and said, I love him. I'm not dumping him. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, that was a great show. That was... Um, Wild night. Sim- reminded me of, I want to say Durham, North Carolina. Uh-huh. Was it Durham? It was Durham, yeah. where, where uh, people started bringing... Static Age Records. Where people were buying us Durham. shots, yeah. coming on stage, giving yeah. them to us, so, drinking them with us. So both of these shows were shows where, uh, I don't know, four shots were brought on stage. Not just Fireball. I'm talking tequila sometimes, whiskey sometimes. Tim played his probably best solo he's ever played. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a... You've seen one. it online, folks. Um, well, and, that was because... Actually, let's just play it right now. Yeah, yeah, play it. Well, we'll give you some context here. Folks, we'd been drinking Fireball shots all night. I had two Socos before the show because I thought they would lubricate my throat. I was right, in fear of losing my voice. Yeah. But then, during the show, people got us super tanked not my fault i hate drinking but sometimes the fans give me shots mm-hmm. now michael not knowing that his friend tim is blackout drunk gets a little starts calling out songs that are not in the set list i wanted to pl- keep going I, we called out two extra songs because i was having so much fun i said let's keep Stretch this going this crowd fun. is so great let's give them the full so, ex- so what the extra night. ones were uh, i'm one hell of a dude i'm one hell of a dude which went pretty well we nailed yeah. it and then Wooly Willy, which is like a little tweak on Wooly Bully. Right. And we have not played this in a couple years. 
But it's yeah. it's always been when we like sit down and play at a rehearsal, it's like, oh, we got it. It's, it's sure, easy. but when we do it in rehearsal, we don't, we're not like exactly. eight drinks deep right. each. Now, I think musically, the chords and stuff seem to sound good. I have no idea what I said lyric-wise. This is a, a blackout night for me, kind of. Uh, no fault of my own. I, I no. really, I, I'm not interested in drinking. I don't really like alcohol. Mm. I like to have my wits about me. I'm a writer. <laughs> but when we got to the... I was singing whatever I could sing for Wooly Willy. We got to the solo. And, <laughs> and what is supposed to happen is supposed to be a beautiful rock guitar. But what happened was this. I think it was uh, Dylan from Dear Blanca, the the singer for Dear Blanca, taped uh, recorded it, and it was very funny. Every we'd be throughout the tour, the three of us in either in the van or in a uh, hotel room, you'd hear from someone's phone watching that, and you just hear I this. And then eventually, Brett from Dear Blanca dedicated his solo to me and did a little up in Seattle. That was fun. Yep. I think I will also say. L.A. show, very good. Popped oh, yeah. off, man. Very fun. El Cid, which we've played before, mm-hmm. and we did crush. But this one was, it, it's kind of during the heat wave. It was a rainy day. And it was a was humid day. It was Friday a rainy night. day. Rainy hey, night. Rainy, thunderous L.A. night on a Friday And I was night. concerned if people would show up. Oh, they and showed up oh, in droves. Oh, hundreds and, of thousands. And it was just one of those shows where you go in there and it's shoulder to shoulder yeah. and people are getting sweaty and uh, jumping around dancing and we were soaked too. Well, we also, we did the same thing in Oakland and LA. There were a couple birthdays we knew about yeah. and these people came on stage and we all sang happy birthday. Uh, there was a woman named Becca who came up and gave us shots and she wanted to sing. So we said, you can sing happy birthday. So we bring all the birthday people on stage and this woman, Becca, was singing them. Fantastic. A couple of funny things about Becca. A, I said, because I, that show I wasn't very drunk and I wanted to be drunk. So I said, <laughs> hey, just so you know, Slopheads, if you bring shots on stage, you get to take one on stage with us. Then we start playing uh, Do Pass That Doobie. And then who walks on stage but Becca with a bunch of shots. The song's happening, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. I've got drumsticks. I'm playing a drum. It was Lifelong Vacation, yes. Lifelong Vacation. And we, she all of a sudden is on stage, and we're like, oh, and oh, okay, We stopped the song. Yeah, it. yeah. We stopped the song. We took the shots. Then we finished the song. And then we brought her back up, and we're like, hey, thank you. What do you want to do? And she said, I was going <laughs> sing Happy Birthday. And then she didn't just sing Happy Birthday. She kind of did a Marilyn Monroe Happy Birthday, Mr. Right, President. Right, right. It was kind of a very funny. seductive, Ooh, a seductive, sensual. We had four birthdays in the room. Four people came up. That's why I knew about one of them. I was like, if anyone's got a birthday, and four people came up. Can I say one other thing about San Diego? Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the owner made us Southern sippers. Yes, he did. Right. They were delicious. That was great. Those were good. A drink invented by yours truly, the Catman. And I want to say something too to the audience. We gave it our all at. Each show, each eight shows on the tour. We laid it on the line. And that's not to say, you know, we had, these were big shows in in Oakland and LA. We gave it our all everywhere. Sure. It's not like we played better there. Yeah, because we did a funny thing book in this tour. We we knew this would happen. But, you know, typically you play large towns that are spaced out so that you really fill them. We played between San Diego. Usually a band would just play San Diego and LA. Right. Between San Diego and LA, where... You could 
no one would bother to play. We did two shows. We did yeah. a Costa, Costa Mesa, Mesa the Wayfarer, mm-hmm. and then Long Beach. We played Alex's Bar again. Now these we these are both magical performances by a wonderful band, but you would call them intimate house. You know, yes, mm. smallish vibe. Mm-hmm. Sure, <laughs> but still wild rock fans stars, in their own rock right. stars on stage and also uh i mean we also a uh, quick little shout out to taco bell cantina in costa mesa that was a fun time oh that, oh that okay. was that was ocean night that was great ocean Guys, day one of the highlights of this whole tour is the day of after yes. our costa mesa show we got to go to long beach so we have plenty of time it's close mm-hmm. we yeah. go to newport we go out into the water and we have the most fun hour of body surfing, the most productive. Great really. waves. The most Great organized. Waves. Huge waves, like consistent. organized. Like, like consistent. truly body surfing. Like yeah. you jump up and you land on your chest and you kick, 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 and you would ride the wave for yes. like 20 feet. It was, it was, and folks, it's not always like that. Yeah. Lots of times, A, the, the waves are choppy and disorganized and it's a mess. B, sometimes you go to the beach with people where it's sort of like, uh, you're hanging here. I'm going to go get wet for a little bit. Oh, it's cold. I'll come back, yeah. whatever. The too cold thing is often yeah. a hurdle. It's so rare that you're out there right where the waves are breaking for like maybe more than an hour. Yeah. Just fucking riding them in, walking back out, riding them in. We heard a lot of warnings from the uh, lifeguard that we couldn't really hear, which made, yeah. me, which made me think that they were for us. Because if, if you can't hear the lifeguard warning, that generally yeah. means it's for I heard you. it was yeah. like, sloppy boys, you get back here. He said, he, he said you got to make some noise if you're stuck and the waves are choppy. I said, what? that's my line. <laughs> That's my line, dude. Dude. But yeah, that was so fun. Plus, there was a bunch of jumping fish out there. Yes. What the truly, hell were those all about? Like like Mario, cheap cheeps. God, that was so fun. So we covered San Diego. We went up through Costa Mesa. I'm saying this so you can imagine the map and the traveling red highlight. Like Rolling Indiana up that five, basically. Guys, the whole tour San, from San Diego to Vancouver is the five. Five up, five San down. San Diego, Costa Mesa, Long Beach, LA, El Cid, Oakland, kicked ass, now we're getting into real, we feel like we're on a road trip. Uncharted territory. Because I've never been to NorCal. I've never driven to NorCal. And I've been to like Seattle for like an old uh, sketch fest 10 years uh-huh, ago. Uh-huh. But we've never spent any like real, real time on the northern west coast. Yes. Your Portland's, your Seattle's, right. your Vancouver's. Right. And even this trip... You, you know, some cities you have time and you say, we're going to see the city. Other cities, you kind of get to town, you go to your venue, and that's mm-hmm. that. We had three days in Portland. Three nights in Portland. Part, we we chose to bomb it all the way from Oakland to Portland. That's a that's a long-ass drive. But because we wanted to be able to post up, we stayed at the Ace Hotel. Had a very funny room where I had a king-size bed and you guys had two twin beds and that were poked into the in wall. Cubbies. In cubbies. I loved basically it. Basically cubbies. I you got it. in there. It felt like, ooh, it was nice. I liked it. Yeah. I would, if I could redo my whole apartment, I would put my bed in a cubby. <laughs> you can. I won't. Yeah. It felt like crawling into a little womb. Yeah. Or a, a little, a, a little room, a little, you mean. A little drawer. Mm-hmm. That was good. Uh, yes, Portland show was great. I want to say I'm jumping all around. Hold on, hold I'm not on. sticking, sticking to, to Portland. Sticking to Portland. He's got to Portland. I will come back to Portland. Worst part of the tour, coming back into the United States from Vancouver. That's wave. That's the fucking end of the thing. Mike, Save that's it, Mike. After Jesus the tour. Christ. That's the end. Of, that's, that's, after the, the tour. that's after the tour. I'm, I'm, you're staying in Portland. Can I say something that happened during the tour? Sure. Are we not going to comment on the alleged sexual activity in Costa Mesa? Well, I don't think people want to be out and about on. that type of thing. What was that? There so, was a couple. Wait, 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 oh, no. <laughs> Somebody got to third base. 
on the dance floor. Let's. That's just, what we heard. We heard. Somebody saw it. Somebody got to third base on the dance floor. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Can we get that? What you got to do on the dance floor with our? You shoes. should be dancing. Is what you should be doing. Yes. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Yeah. Right. You know. Come on. Right. Let's talk about the nice stuff. Portland. Okay. Yes. That's, this is a nice, nice show. Band. We Good went Portland. to the Burnside skateboarding Portland. area. Did we go to... We ate steaks we, at Clyde's. Sure. That was good. Portland. We play a fucking killer show. That was good, too. The next day, we say, let's, let's walk around, see what's around. Yeah. Screen door for breakfast. Ooh, brunch. Cajun brunch. Boosh. This Over place has eight. giant portions. I had a giant Benedict and a coffee with vodka and a Bloody Mary. As for me, I had catfish. The star of the meal, though, was our shared plate of fried oysters. Yes. Yes. Now, we started the day thinking, like, hey, we're going to walk all around the city. Then we ate Earth's hugest meal and said, we can't walk no more. But then we did. But then we did. We We walked well. We went to Burnside, uh, the skate park from Tony Hawk 1. Yeah. We went to Ground Control, a and famous one the, arcade. One of the guys at Burnside said, you guys want to take a turn on a skateboard? We're like, no, 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 no. By the way, I thought that that was said very threateningly to us. I don't think so. He was a fucking weird guy. Really? I think he thought we were dorks. Yes. And he was asking in a way to be like, obviously, you're not going Exactly. To. That's what I thought. I thought, oh. I thought he was just like, you fucking tourists don't belong here. Oh, damn. Was the, was the vibe. I thought it was welcoming. And you hmm. thought he was like, he asked us to use his board. Yeah, I thought maybe he would uh-huh. want us to help out. <laughs> Take a, it's fun in here. Take a try. He, he, he threateningly shook his head after he asked if we wanted to use his board. Oh. Mike, have you ever done a, a, a like half pipe type of thing? I, I've kicked around on a little L.A. type of a concrete thing thing but too not much not much of a uh, trick was landed or even attempted what about Damn. a 900 even well no even the ollies posed difficulty for what the handman hey, what about an ollie even no 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 but hey let's not forget about what is it mississippi boulevard mississippi F- avenue F- we've been fun. told by contest winner neil campbell <laughs> go to mississippi <laughs> avenue just kind of walk do all the bars and boy we did huh we got a little crunky drunky that was fun Let's list them. Yeah. So after Screen Door, Burnside Skate Park, Ground Control, we went to Interurban, Rambler, Prost, the Tulip Shop Tavern, and the Florida Club. What a crawl. The Florida Club was fun. Very fun. Florida Club had uh, some pinball games in the back, and we played the Sopranos pinball game. Very fun. A lot of F-bombs in the uh, audio. F-bombs in a pinball game. That's Yeah, I thought that was weird. On Threw me for a loop. Ave. I didn't get the high score. Yeah, you don't really like that harsh language, do you? No, I freaking don't. You don't, you don't have the stomach for it. I'll tell you this. On Mississippi Ave, I love I love a bar that's in a house. I get a real weird thrill yep. out of, a, a, just a residential neighborhood. Oh, you're talking Rambler? Yeah. <laughs> when, when, you ever been to Rainy Street in Austin, Texas? No. No. All the bars are houses. Oh. This was like that. You step into like a beautiful craftsman house and you're drinking a Negroni? Come on! Are the bars houses in the sense that people live like upstairs or just the Mike, houses? no. No, that bars was... bars built into houses. That was not a joke question. Mike, no one lives there, Mike. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the bar flies do. In a way. <laughs> but that was a great, very welcoming, very cool. Uh, the bartender, Izzy, I want to... Yeah, Izzy. Yeah. 
called it a glitter dive. Glitter dive. I'd never heard Which of that. Which is before. funny to hear. Like uh, that's like a you can kind of get the sense of the vibe, but it's glitter dive plus it's in a craftsman. There's just a lot of ingredients to sort of juggle. In what your did head. you think glitter dive meant? I meant I think it meant a bar that is a little newish but attempting to be folksy and yeah. And I, I guess like it, it makes me think of glamping. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're camping, like you got the aesthetics of it, but it's kind of nice and it's definitely welcoming and anybody can come. Because it's a, not... Right, it's welcoming. Because a right. real dive, you kind of open the door and it's like, you don't come here often. The drawing room you? the drawing room in LA is a a, dive. A, a more of a dive. That's interesting because it is, at this point, I think it's more of, it, it's uh, got so much recognition that's like, yeah, let's go to the drawing room. Ooh, that's kind of funky. Yeah, they're probably actually much meaner dives than drawing room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Glitter but I would not, like, not if, call that a glitter dive by any stretch, though. If you right, like, right, acknowledge yeah, you dive right. as a genre, though, and you open a new bar that's going for that genre, maybe that's glitter dive, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, also, quick shout out to Tulip Shop Tavern's Frozen Cuba Libres. Yes. Ooh, I still think of them. They were so fucking cold and so nicely icy granular. You you were quoted saying this doesn't get cold or this doesn't get warm. Yeah, like I was, I was astonished. Well, it was a frozen drink, but but it never melted. You know how Not you once. you get like an icy <laughs> Not once ever, huh? You wonder how the icy stays. Icies are nicey. Um, you, you you've had an icy. Of course, it stays, all. it stays that cold because it's More carbonated, I guess, or it has that has that texture because it started carbonated. Yeah, this kind of had that thing, but it was a fine, dense puree of just fucking freezing cold. Tastes good. Coca Cola and rum with a lime on the side. Mm-hmm. One of the best, uh, definitely the best frozen cocktail I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, wow. me too. Best frozen cocktail. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because I usually don't go that way with frozen. I don't well, try frozen. You would never expect a frozen cocktail to be kind of stiff and good. And like normally, yeah. like a slush puppy, you drink all the fun stuff out and there's just like a yeah, bunch of ice, bunch of man. shitty ice. Yeah. This was like the ice was the drink. Well, that's good. You know, slush puppy, they are, that is like they fill up the cup with slush and then they add pumps of mm-hmm. syrup. Yeah, so it's you like, have that. That's like, it's like a snow cone. It's like wave one. That's uh, why right. Slurpees are but great because it's infused. Are the it's yeah. infused, yes. Every S, uh, every Seven Eleven we stayed in, stayed, stayed in. <laughs> How many Seven Elevens did we stay? In? Just, just for a brief period, we'd walk into. I I think I had one uh, Slurpee, but most of the machines were all fucked up, not working. Sad. It feels um, like the end of summer. It's like ah, everyone's had their shot. How about let these ones not spin? At Seven Eleven, Jeff got the fancy water that's like a smart water, and it was yeah. Seven Select. Ooh, Ooh Seven, seven Select. select. Uh, that walk in Portland was great. Uh, every bar we went to, we chatted up the um, whoever was bartending. They were all so nice. They had so many like just like where are you guys from? What are you doing? Ooh, band, cool. No, I've been to that place, or I haven't been to the place. I've heard of it, and uh, just had like recommendations for more stuff. Yes, and, and I gotta say. Uh, at least two women said they left other jobs to come back to their bartending jobs. Yes. One of them had worked for Snapchat, and uh-huh. the other one had had some other sort of like a... She worked for a liquor uh, oh, distribution liquor distributor. Brand. Yeah. And they, um, post-COVID or, or whatever, yeah, they liked sort the of took stock of their life and said, you know what? I'm having a better time doing the bartending. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be like when I quit this podcast. Follow back to bartending? <laughs> I'm going to get a corporate job. Hmm. Hmm. You'd, be, you'd be really good. You, I think you'd work very well at uh, Tesla, in the, in the advertising offices in Tesla. I think, I always I think you'd to, cut out for it. Yeah, I could come up with new shapes for the cars. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you can make one like an egg shape. Yeah. yeah. Or dinosaur shape. Ooh, Brontosaurus yeah. could be good. Would be good yeah. This one looks like a shoe, you could say. After Portland, we head up to Seattle. Uh-huh. Ooh, grunge town. Do you guys feel like the grunge sort of got into your bones? I wore a little bit of a grungy outfit during our yeah, show. I that. That, that was, was fun. Nice. That was fun. I didn't really think about it. I was afraid of giving Vancouver the shaft and not seeing downtown, but Seattle. The high we, dive. We simply didn't. The high dive is in Fremont, and we stayed in East Lake with friends on a houseboat. Or a, bo- a floating house. Floating, ha- yeah, floating, floating neighborhood. House. When you say houseboat, people think like, a boat you can live on. This yeah. was a full fucking floating house. Bigger Very than my cool. apartment. Beautiful. Very On the cool. water. Big? Yeah, like a like a two-bedroom house on the water. So cool. The sleepest in Seattle neighborhood, they call it, I think. Oh. Um, but we stayed there, and then we just went to the show, and then back and then left. We didn't go to Seattle. We got, no, we got really. there kind of late. And we had to leave early to get up to through the border. And yeah, stuff. we went to Starbucks on the way out. Yeah, that's yeah, true. we got some of those egg things. We oh, like. sous vide, sous vide, c'est la vie, sous vide. Eh, I'd say I got more of the uh, Beyond Meat uh, breakfast sandwich, sausage hmm. sandwich. It's good. Um, good. We went to a wonderful bar pre-show in Seattle, Dreamland. Lots of people recommended to us. Tiki yeah. bar with the vibe of almost like a spaceship that had like crashed on a tiki island. Or yeah, <laughs> they, they teed it up as a sci-fi tiki bar, and I was expecting way more lowbrow. We got in there, and there were these beautiful like four-color bands, yeah, like LED yeah, yeah. bands wrapping around the entire back. I said, "This is Jeff. Patio. Jeff could do it in his apartment. It looked like a Millennium Falcon or something like yeah. that. Like really top-notch. The decor the felt it felt like Disneyland." Cars. They really, they really brought it. Also, that place seemed to have a venue of its own. Did it? Nice to play that sometime if you're listening. Hey, also, we ate food. I got you guys weren't there, but when I got up, I was walking out. uh, A waitstaff flagged me me down. Hey, you from the Sloppy Boys? Well, yes. Free shot, booze, and I did a free shot. But of course, I was there, and I said I don't really like to drink too much before shows. I can't handle. Oh oh god, I did have plenty to drink before that show. You drink too much. That's that's my thing about you. You. Fucking drunk. Seattle Fun Show backstage, Nintendo in the green room. Yeah. That's very fun. That's very fun. Now, Seattle, interesting vibe. We had some moshers going We had some big... We we have two crowds at our show, right? Nice, polite podcast fans, and then down and dirty rock bros, huh? Mm. Yep. And Seattle, you can look out and you can really see the division. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they exist in harmony. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all the time. Sometimes our vocals exist in harmony. Oh, oh, nice. Three the same note in three different octaves. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But Seattle, first time we've had to give a talking to to a drunk bro, bro. Yeah, it got a little dangerous there in the pit, huh? Yeah, yeah. And pit, pit, pit in in very lowercase letters. But you saw a few people sort of backing off. And it's like, are you guys okay? This is one guy's having, flailing. Is th- everyone having fun? I remember, uh, Tim, you just dressing this fucking guy down. But then I heard after the fact that he was kind of like flailing and poking people in the eye and shit like that. Okay, so that's the thing that I, I feel like I should have said this into the microphone so the room knew. There was a, there was a big drunk bro that, that I yelled at, but it wasn't just for like, hey, I'm moshing and I'm skanking and I, and, and, and I got a little rough, but just because I'm caught up with music. He turned to another guy. Yeah. He held out his index finger and he poked the other man in the eye. 
And luckily he missed the actual eyeball, but he knocked the other guy's glasses and hit him hard, like in the temple. And like, you know, that I, this was during a slow song. And I knew that we had a fast song coming up to, we were going to play party with the reds. And I was like, if this guy's poking out eyeballs, they can't have a bunch of eyeballs yeah. lying around no. at the end of the show. Well, we've always said that eyeballs belong in eye sockets when right. you're at a sloppy blue show. That's good looking out because during that song, I am, you you know me, I take a few tabs of acid before. The, yeah. I'm looking at the the rainbow going on in the ceiling. Yeah. I am, wow, the I whole also, room is dripping. get your attention. I wanted to let you know, Mike, those tabs were dosed. Yeah, I <laughs> hope so. I paid, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Every, everyone should know, every time we do a show, I am so tripped out on acid. <laughs> That's, of course, not true. Damn. Well, yes. next up, The Border. This is where it becomes international. An international tour mm-hmm. for the slots. First international show. We, after all this shit, you got to use the Arrive Can app. You got to get your passport. You got to get your vaccine, all this stuff. We were kind of sweating approaching the border. Just because the border, to me, always feels like it could be either like, yep, go in. Uh, what's your name, Mike? Okay, go ahead. Or they or, could like search. All the right, whole, you guys like, are in a van. There's things and, in the back of the van. Yeah. Let's take a look. Uh, we got through to Canada in about 20 minutes, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and most of it was of just line. waiting in line. A little bit of waiting in line, like a bad drive-through, like a bad in-and-out mm-hmm. drive-through. We got in. Yes. We continued on to the venue, which was Fortune Sound Club. Fortune Sound Club. Fun room. A place uh, made for dance music. Mm-hmm. But they could do a band real nice. Had a, had a lot of nice bass in there. Yeah, and another uh, nice slophead meetup. Yep, and this this place they uh, also cater to the likes of Gale. This oh yeah, cater to the likes of Magdalena Bay. So a this is days. a good spot. Gale was on the same flyer as us in, of upcoming shows. A B C D E F U. Gale, we love you. Here's the great thing about that night. Um. Some of the, the, the patrons who are listening to this very pod had banded together to make a fanzine. Yeah. The Sloppy Boys fanzine. And this is is a, a wonderful project initiated by Slo- OG Slophead Liz, who we had met on the Paradiso Zoom Rooms, I want to say. Yeah, for sure. She's lived in the whole time. You're like, hey, this wonderful fan is in Vancouver. We'll never meet her. Booge, West Coast Tour brings us to Vancouver. She's there. She gives us hard copies of the zine. It's the very day it came out. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I uh, looked at it. It's serendipitous. Wonderful. It shows so much uh, effort and love and, yeah. and respect. Thank you very much for doing that. Uh, Everyone and, who and, worked and on it. And Karen and Hargleborg and all the people who worked yeah, on it. Yeah, we really like that you did that. We love it. We, we love like, you guys. You got, you got the slopheads out there taking the initiative. You got Jeff Bockelman doing Band Thursdays. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Love it. You got these slopheads who are taking upon themselves to expand the universe. And I mm, like that. Sure. It is, uh, you know, aside from even like just doing the, the, the zine work, it's uh, really great when we go to these shows and the slopheads are in the front rows and they're like singing along, even if they're in the back rows. People singing along and like uh, caring about it. That's really fun to see. And and uh, it's fun to play to. Yeah, they know the shit. Hey, they're bringing you shots. Yeah, it's all the shots aside. You don't have to bring shots to but uh, it's so funny. That's like, if you want to come up and do a shot with four shots, that's expensive. Yeah. Four shots is expensive. That's why everyone, it's always one percenters coming on stage with us. Yeah. You know, we have like, a, you know, fucking Bezos. Bezos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bezos. And then, so after we, after we rock the shit out of that place, mm-hmm. we say goodbye to our friends, dear Blanca. They fly home. Mm-hmm. And it's Later up dudes. to us. 
to make it home. The big three. In two days to Los Angeles. Now, you say make it home in two days like there's some ticking clock. It was just that we wanted to be home. Well, it's that we The van had to be returned. Yeah, the van had to be returned. Yes. But, but that leaves us with 20 hours of driving. Two hour way to the border. To Not get back fun. In. Not a good way to day kick one, it off. Day one botched. We lose two hours at the border, and that puts us into rush hour traffic in <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. We barely drove. That was we, wild. We get into Canada, 20 minutes. Getting into the U.S. from Canada, over two hours. Stop mm. and go. And then there are only two lanes, three lanes open out of like a six lane. Uh, yeah. Two, two lane is a college in Louisiana. Right. And then three lane Tim, is what we dealt with. Tim, like you said, right into the. Uh, Rush hour traffic of Seattle. Not yeah. great. All these grungers trying to get to their latest uh, flannel sale. Wild weather up there in the uh, Pacific Northeast. Sure. West. West, yes. yes. East, too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> East, too. It's gotta, they've got to have some crazy weather. But we dealt more with, the, yes, Northwest. But, guys, here's the thing. Everyone's intently listening to hear, okay, so 20 hours. You can't do that in a day. You must have stopped for the night. Where, where did these guys stop for the night? Where did these guys stop? I, I think people are figuring it out. They know where this is going. Yeah. Well, first of all, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't lay our heads here, but we did stop at Tracktown Pizza, Eugene. Oh, boy. Did we not? Tracktown Pizza. What a Ooh. find. Basically, on, on the uh, University of Oregon, or Oregon University, however you want to say it, campus. That's real runners. That, that's Nike Town. Prefontaine yeah. Town. Yeah. Now, it's funny. I've been to sports bars that are lean football or baseball, whatever. It was amazing to go to a pizza place that's all track stuff. Hurdles. Mm-hmm. Shot putts. Running. Shoes. Little javelins. Beanies. Beanies? Beanies? Mm-hmm. What's a... No. Pinny. Pinnies. Mm-hmm. Beanies. Mm. Peonies, the flowers. Yes. This was delicious pizza. Oh, boy. Wow. Yes. And don't forget a salad bar that had full-on potato salad, full-on mac and cheese. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Um, that's a funny thing. We say, hey, we're getting wings and pizza. And then I say, I think I'm going to get salad bar. And he goes, yeah, we got salad bar too. Then we go to the salad bar. And we say, mm, pasta salad, potato salad. <laughs> yeah. We eat a whole dinner before our dinner had come. Yeah. Those wings. Ooh. Yes. And then. Love the pizza. We finish the wings because we're like, the wings won't stay. But we said, the pizza will that can ride along with us. We'll figure out a destination for the pizza later tonight. And this is where, Mike, I wanted to talk to you about a little something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I noticed you guys, uh, you don't care so much about refrigerating the food. The food can sort of like hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Mike, I did notice you eating some of those keto sticks. Yeah, those carrot stuck sticks. around for Car- a little too carrot long. Sticks. They end up getting a little rotten. See, if I take carrot sticks that I bought refrigerated... <laughs> Put in a refrigerator and then bought on the road. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna have those like two days in, like fish them out of the weird center console of the van. They were in the they were in the van console. For Certain a while. foods I think need to be refrigerated, and it's yeah, weird. Well, and we know it, the rule with veggies is once they're sliced, because a vegetable can sit out in the produce section. We don't for, all know that. Out. We don't all know. We, we know it because we know a carrot, a whole carrot, sit it out in the room temp. Once you slice into it, you've killed the animal. But oh, but then there's also the. <laughs> Like pizza. You leave pizza overnight. We have a big party at the old stink house. We yeah. order pizza. The next morning, it's out overnight. You guys eating that thing? Because I'm yeah. not. No. That's, that's no. okay. Yeah, it's, like it's all salty. It's The cheese is all salty. Yeah. It's good. That's like living shit, though. It's gonna they, Basically, they tell you like to be safe. If something's out for like three hours cold, you're not sure. You yeah, but weirdly, pizza the next day, I've always eaten it. Um, I, bet, I bet you're fine. It's just... 
Well, the only thing you're chancing is the tomato sauce because cheese is cheap. Oh no, the cheese. <laughs> potato sauce. There's a lot of risk. Potato sauce. Wait, so what's what's the what's the concern though? In potato this sauce. Hey, you know, you just eating. You know, pizza hasn't been refrigerated in a while. Carrots oh, yes. haven't been refrigerated in a while. And then also, I noticed you, you came across some um, I breakfast. refrigerated the pizza when we were in Grants Pass. Hey, how many, the how many hours had it stayed at Grants Pass? We stayed at Grants Pass. That's where we laid our heads. But I want to talk to you about the breakfast sandwiches. Lovely little tent. Mike, you found some breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, we never ate them. We never I ate would them. never eat those. You found them? Were they refrigerated? They were refrigerated. Or? They were at the, yeah. The, 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 those are good. The, 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 they were riding along. Right. Did you, you ever get into them? No, we, we ditched those when we got I was going to say, that's like egg, cheese, sausage. You're not going to be... Do you know where we threw them out? Grant's Pass? Track down pizza. Track down pizza. We brought Ooh, them inside. We said, folks, we don't need this. We need what you got. I'm just saying concern, Mike. I would never eat that. I, I had them with us. I think you eat bacteria-laden food. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should make that yeah. part of my new diet. And then we scooted on home to L.A. We got in around... 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. P.M. Not bad. Great little trip. Great little tour. I had a blast. Can't wait to do it again. You two coming again if we do it again? YouTube? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Meet you there, Great. dude. I don't have to find a, a singer guitarist and a singer drummer. Great. I like the tour. I like playing the shows. Here's the thing. I like being a band. We do a lot of podcasting and we're great at it. We're a, a couple of Sarah Koenigs. Sure. It's a tough split because we like to... the. Uh, the band shows are more fun than a, us doing a podcast. I, 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 it was so much fun. Look, folks, you listen to this pod because you love it. Hey, I love it too. Our live show is way more fun. It's play, playing and in yet, a band is so much more fun. And it's you. not just song, 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 song. Good night, folks. It's song, banter, song, banter, banter, banter. Chopping it up. We're chopping yeah, it up. Having fun. You come up. on stage. The you sing happy birthday. The chemistry you love so damn much. Yeah. It's, it's right in there. It's in the songs and it's outside on the fringes of the song. It's, it's a between, fun time. Between the songs, I'm getting laughs up yeah, there. Yeah, of course. Fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Whew. And we hope to do it again soon. I want to say thanks to everyone again for uh, coming out. That, that was uh, so great to see everybody. Great meeting people at the merch table. Great just, uh, boy, seeing all the different cities, seeing where everyone comes from. It's so fun to be like, oh, wow, we have fans in this town that I never would have. Yes. Uh, I've never been to this town. And, wow, there's people yeah, here. Like, it's, great. It's, it's a good opportunity for us to promote the pod and the other, and the, and the other stuff. It's a good opportunity for you guys to support this thing that we're trying to grow. We're trying to do the next show bigger and better. Bigger, better tour. Stadium rock put on a, roll. Put on a bigger, better show for everybody who loves us. I want to put on one of those shows. It's like, oh, go. So everybody's playing the biggest stadium in the city. Let's go. 5000 bucks. What? This is classist. This is classic them. <laughs> well, thanks, folks. Thanks for listening. That was the Pacific. Yeah, maybe, Jeff, if you can put a reverb. Sure. Pacific tour. <laughs> thanks folks we will be back next week with uh some other type of crazy topic that you know we're gonna delve right yeah, into yeah we don't know, even yeah. know we're gonna get into tim you have a great night jeff you have an even better night and i'll have the Ooh. best night of all good night folks Bye, later folks.